0: Yeah, wee We're back. Um, after I think, h- how long has it been? been let's, a month. let's let's see. Oh my gosh, has it been a month? Or
1: near. It. We did one during the off season in here. Uh, try, time to check the dates. When when was this? We did one like during the off season, like because it was like a big dead zone. I it think was, was a month. Like, yeah,
0: September 26th.
1: That was back oh, when wow. Mike Literally Babcock
0: got fired. Literally two days almost <laughs> to the to the day. Yeah. Uh, a lot's changed since then. Uh hockey's back. So hey. Quite a lot's happened in a very short amount of time. Hockey's back, so that means we're back for um a week and then uh Remember we thought the ruins were done and now they're five and no? Uh huh. RIP
1: my my uh my predictions already? No, I'm kidding. I mean, we we can we can talk about predictions before like the actual hockey being played. I think we can I so here are the ones I made. Like I'm gonna just read them off in no particular order. Um, for the Atlantic Division, I had like the three teams in there. I had Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, Florida, and Ottawa. <laughs> okay, not bad. And then for the wild card, I had. Oh, wait, the wild cards are different. And then for the Atlanta, or Metro, uh, Rangers, Devils, uh, Canes. Okay. I'm going to stick with that because I think they're all good. And then the wild cards, I had um, Florida and, or not Florida, Tampa and Buffalo for the East. (laughs) And then for the West, I had uh, Avs, Stars, Blues. Okay, okay. And then. Pacific, Vegas, uh, Kings, Oilers, and then the wild cards I had, Seattle, and the wild. I see the vision. Not for Seattle, I don't. <laughs> I see
0: the vision. I, I, I might just like come up with my own predictions on the fly here. Yeah, those are mine. And then for um, bottom
1: five teams I had, uh, Ducks, Sharks, Jets
0: Caps oof flyers that that well, the caps might end up happening cuz they've had a rough they start to the year they are
1: putrid and i picked ovi and i want
0: to die <laughs> well there, there's more there's more bad news uh, we'll, we'll get into that later um trying to see like okay all right so for the atlantic division for me i got toronto slotting up at 1 I have, um, the Bruins at two, and the Red Wings at three, with the Lightning taking one of the two wildcard spots, and in the Metro, I have New Jersey taking the one spot, I have the Hurricanes taking the two, the Rangers taking the three, and then I have the Penguins slotting in at that, uh, wild card spot, um... So that's my prediction for the east. Uh, for the west, um I have uh Colorado at one. The stars at a very narrow to
1: Arizona, don't
0: care. I'm not taking Arizona. That's not happening.
1: <laughs> um
0: th- this is this one's like a toss up because it's hard between like the blues and the wild. I think the wild will eventually come up to the three spot. And I don't think anyone in the Central is going to get a wild card spot. So for the Pacific, I have the Knights at 1, the Oilers at 2. I think they'll bounce back. And the Kings at 3, which gives us our Oilers and Kings first round for the third straight year. Oh, my God. And then for the wild card teams in the West, I'm going to take the Kraken. And, oh, man. This, this is tough because, like, there are a couple of teams in the West I think could sneak in. I'll take the Kraken and the Flames for the uh, wildcard teams. Yeah, the Flames should have made it last year. Yeah, but those uh, 13 overtime losses kind of the killed good them. Good old fossil known as Daryl Sutter. <laughs> but, yeah, no, this is
1: going to be an interesting It's It's, it's already, already like interesting. an interesting season. Yeah. Um,. Where where do we want to start with this? Because it seems like we could go just about any
0: different way. I think we start with the local team. We start at home. I think we I think we start at uh at home because um yeah. Oh dear.
1: I was hearing about the game uh, the last game they played and it was bad. So St. Louis.
0: That game was very surprising because in the first period they looked decent. Like it. The Penguins are such a weird team, even like this year, because you have like their first periods where they where they look like their old selves, where they're like this dynasty like still kicking, and then you have their third periods where they're like, oh, we're old and we don't want to play anymore. Um, for context, the Penguins have started off uh, two and three to the year. They played tonight against Dallas, at home against Dallas. I could have gone to that game. Yeah, well, no, I couldn't have, but... Their next two games are Dallas and, at, and Colorado. Ooh. Whoa. So, there, there are a couple of things I've noticed with the Penguins. Um, like, they, for starters, they have had a pretty rough start for their standards. Um, that Chicago game, the first game in particular, it looked a lot like the Chicago game last year. Where their mm-hmm. playoffs lives were in the balance. And they wear. just died. They had a really good start. They scored first. Everything looked good. And the first period ended, and, oh, boy, everything collapsed. Like, I've had people blame Tristan Jari. I've had people blame the defense. Um, I think it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it's both, honestly. Um The other underrated thing is uh, the Penguins are not good at center ice ice defense. Mm -mm. The majority of the chances they're giving up are in the slot. Right at the middle. Right at the middle. Mm -hmm. So, like, I get sometimes you need a save, and, like, I've been guilty about saying that about a bunch of goalies. Like, sometimes you just need a save. And while that is true, you can't expect your goalie to go out there and save five to six slot chances uncovered. Like... To me, their bottom six in terms of center depth looks pretty bad. Just because, like, there always seems to be on every goal that they give up, there always seems to be that one guy in the middle lost in coverage. Whether it's Carlson or Latang taking someone behind the net that they shouldn't, or it's one of the centermen trying to make up for one of the defensemen going back, or if it's Jari just not being able to track the puck. Like... There are a bunch of things that are concerning with the Penguins.
1: And they just... Well, one, they never addressed their bottom six issue. Two, um, I only saw this. I didn't know if it was true or not. They decided, let's put Jeff Carter
0: on the second power play. They've kept him there. Why? I don't know. And, like... They addressed, in my opinion, they've addressed the bottom six enough to where, like, it's better than last year. Like, I can yeah, but that's concretely not saying say much. it's better than last year. Well, yeah. Just like, about
1: anything was better than what they were getting last year. And I yeah. get, Like, the additions of Achari and Eller and Net- Nieto? N- Nieto. Nieto? Nieto like are good additions, but it's like,
0: I don't know. I just still don't see it. This team is still. It's missing something that they've had in the past, but the problem is it's Hard to pick
1: it up. Well, they built their team around speed, and now they're old and slow. Oh, yeah.
0: And, like, they're, they're... here's the thing. Like, their top six isn't slow. Their top six is still pretty speedy. Like, their bottom six, I see what Dubis was trying to do, but... I would have liked to see a little bit more speed instead of size because the NHL now is all about speed. The last, I think every Stanley Cup champion since 2016 that the Penguins started was purely off of speed. They were fast. They were great passers. Mm -hmm. Like, that team defensively, like, every single team defensively that's won the Cup hasn't been all that great Last year, I can make a case
1: for it because there's like Vegas was basically yeah. all physical and then Che Theodore.
0: Yeah. Except pretty they had much. physical guys that were fast too. Most of the time, Vegas was like yeah, I pressing. Guess, I guess Alec all the Martinez and
1: Petrangelo are pretty yeah. pretty fast, I'd say.
0: But like everything was like pressure, pressure, pressure. Like don't give them an inch. Like the Panthers made that run because of speed. Like No, they did. Like, I watched them in every single round they played in, and they won those series because of speed. Like, Boston, who also was older, couldn't keep up with the Panthers, and it was tough. Like, there are a lot of things that go into being a good team, and in my opinion, the Penguins, if I had to pinpoint something that's not goaltending, which... uh, I have a tough time, like, labeling every single bad thing on a team being goaltending, and while I admit goaltending is one of them, it for sure is one of them, it's not the entire thing. The Penguins need no. to get faster. Um, Whether that's calling young guys up from the minors and sending people down or getting a couple trades, like, you got to get faster, especially in that bottom six, because, like, the bottom six has been hemmed in their own zone way too much. No, they're
1: too, and I think the issue is the organization's too stubborn to admit that.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think, like, getting Dubas in was a good change, like, in the right direction for them, but it's going to take a while to clean up Hextall's mess of getting way older because of he wanted the veteran presence, but that's not how things work anymore. No. It's going to take time. Look at Washington as a great example of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm dying inside. Uh, we can we can make the transition to Washington because. Um, do they deserve much time though? They've been they've been horrible. I think we should spend some time on them because they didn't have expectations to really make the playoffs or do a whole lot this year, but. They did have expectations to surround Alex Ovechkin with good playmakers to break that goal record, and in the first couple of games of the season, he was held without a shot, like multiple games in a row without a shot, I know. which is the first time I know. ever in his career.
1: I know. My fantasy team is crying internally because of that. I'm 0-2 for a reason. I uh, mean, I, I have he's a big part of that. No, you haven't. It's helping <laughs> a little bit. But he's a big t- reason why I am 0-2 currently. That and... A certain
0: someone getting hurt. Uh, i crying who, inside. Who, who's the player? Who's the player? Uh, we'll talk about it later. I'm, <laughs> the I'm, best player in the world? <laughs> yeah. The, the, like, the phrase, I'm
1: dying inside, is just, like, written on my forehead mentally right now. Yeah. But, no, they're just so frustrating because, like I said last time, they're just old. Like, for one re- like, one thing I never understood was why they brought in Max Pacioretty. I still don't get that. And or the Tom Wilson signing. The Tom Wilson signing. They didn't trade off. They should have. Their defense is still trash, like beyond trash. And while I like the addition of Sandin, he's not doing much here because the, the team's not built no. for his play style.
0: Sandine is not a top two defenseman yet. He's not, and, like, they're trying to use him in that role with John Carlson, but the issue was... I thought they were using Ferravari. They were trying to move him up in the top two. Oh, God. Um, but even Farivari, <laughs> not uh great.
1: not that great. That's the issue. Like, Carlson's already, I think, lost, like, the biggest part of what makes his game great. And then you put it with literally nobody else you can play up there with him. Because and you
0: need a defensive presence with him.
1: But I literally think the second best defender on the team is Nick Jensen. That's not saying much. And that's
0: not saying a much. really big part of the issue. And, like, of course, with the Capitals, like, you have Ovechkin, who's over 35. I forget, like, how old he is. 37. Ovechkin's 37. Backstrom, I think. I think, is 35. And Hurt. Oshie's over 30. I think Backstrom's career is just about doomed. Yeah. He, he No, Backstrom's there. I know Backstrom's there, but he's over 30. Yeah. And Backstrom had that hip surgery oh, yeah. last season. For reference, he has
1: zero points. Yeah. Seven shots, five of which were the last game, oh, which was against Montreal. He had two shots through his first. Did they games. win
0: that game against
1: no, Montreal? they lost 3-2 in overtime. Wow. Which is...
0: It's still early,
1: but... But the reason I'm just dis- disheartened is because... They did nothing to really address their defensive issues. And it all stems back from one contract, which I did not like when they gave it to begin with. It was Darcy Kemper. Like, they had much bigger issues on their team. And they said, all right, we're going to overpay for a goalie who... <coughs> My bad. Um, Stats-wise was coming off his worst season, but yet they won a cup. So they were like, or did he win a cup?
0: Did he won, Kemper. Yeah, yeah, he won with Colorado. So he won, and then immediately saw him he watch. had the yeah, lowest just, save sure. percentage yeah. of a Stanley Cup winning goalie. Yeah, and it was like I
1: looked at that. I'm like, you do realize there's bigger issues, and that contract has a potential to be. Uh,
0: afraid. yeah, yeah. But and he was like the best just, goalie available because you had him and uh, Jack Campbell, and that's it. And Jack Campbell wasn't that much better. I would have. I don't know. That's I'd rather have. I'd probably rather have Kemper than Campbell right now. But it
1: feels like it's – have you ever seen the meme of, like, the McLaren that's, like, sitting outside, like, a trailer? Yeah. That's what this feels like. Ovechkin is the McLaren. And Kemper are the McLarens, and the rest (laughs) of the team is the disgusting trailer. It's, like, they were bigger issues they needed to look in the mirror and realize, but they're not going to until the day – Ovi retires, and when that day comes, it's going to be a dark day in DC. It's going to be ugly. They are going to be bad for years, and they did this all to themselves. And I feel bad because I've talked about it with friends. Uh, Alex Ovechkin is the Drew Brees of hockey.
0: He won a ring by that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and so did Brees. Yeah, so did Ovechkin but they had plenty of chances to win it, and every single time their team always fell short when it mattered. To the Pittsburgh Penguins. (laughs) To the Pittsburgh Penguins, to the Rangers, to the Canes, to the Islanders, to just about anybody. It's just the Penguins was the biggest meme ever.
0: Also, I'm a little mad at you because you said uh, Nick Backstrom didn't have a point, and Backstrom opened the scoring against Toronto. (laughs) You're lying. Yeah, I'm not. I know that was the only game. Oh, my God. I'm not.
1: That's actually... Th- thanks for that. I appreciate it. Thanks for that. I love that I just spoke
0: that into existence. Th- 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 thanks for that. Thanks for that. I oh, it's okay. It. I left Ovi on the bench. <laughs> no, Backstrom scored.
1: I know. And he got,
0: Ovi got an assist and I left him on the bench. Oh my God. Yeah. Th- thanks for that. Appreciate it. We're good at fantasy, baby. I appreciate Anyways, that. Um, where do we
1: want to go next? Because it's just.
0: Um let's go, let's go off, to your team I think Must I? Must yeah, play, let's go let's go to I the like, Kraken I don't your, your like favorite team <laughs> punched
1: in the nuts repeatedly. That's what this <laughs> team is doing to me. Hey so hey now, hey now. We're, we're on
0: we're on the air, you get, that's, why the I didn't say, that's why I didn't say anything bad I, <laughs> I didn't did say any, I said oh, oh boy. For reference folks, um, you're going to
1: hear me get very upset with this game, okay? <laughs> I'm not upset with the Blues. Shut up! Well, actually, no, I am kind of upset with that one. They should have won that, but I hate the shootout. I think most fans hate the shootout, but you know, whatever gets results faster, I understand. Wait, did they disallow the goal? That would be
0: funny. Never mind, Backstrom didn't open the scoring. The goal was disallowed. No, uh, <laughs> um,
1: but for efforts, like okay, they have one win, and it was against the cage of all teams. And they scored seven goals. S- besides that game, their other five games, they have scored four goals. Oh, boy. That's atrocious. Not only did they only score four goals, they have given up, and I kid you not when I read the stat, it makes me just want to die, uh, 19 oh. or 17. I'm bad at math. They've given up 17 goals in their Five losses. Oh my gosh. That's atrocious. And the defense is a part of it. I hated the Dumoulin signing when they made it. I was not happy when I saw that. And I, I even told you it wasn't that great. I laughed when they saw, when they when Vegas or not Ve- Vancouver decided to drink the stupid juice and pay a lot for Carson Soucy. I did not think they were going to be stupid and do this, but um, apparently they are
0: this stupid. Um... I don't know what you guys are saving the cap room for. Because like there were some goaltenders available. The issue is they, they really can't. They're stuck with Grubauer's awful contract for at least this
1: next season before they could do anything with it. They yeah. have to eat his contract this season and hope he just does something, which by the way, oh four oh eight ninety six save percentage. Oof. He has been horrible. And that's being Ooh. nice. Joey Decord is starting to get more starts now because Philip Grubauer is literally that bad. That man turned into the modern day Corey Schneider. It's
0: actually depressing watching him play. I mean, you kind you kind of have to. You got to start the better goaltender because like if Grubauer's putting up those numbers, like it's almost unusable. It's like, not
1: like it gets any better. We play Detroit. We play Detroit at Carolina. We're gonna die. Like I just literally, like that phrase. That that phrase, "I'm dying inside," sums up how <laughs> I feel because it's just like one. The scoring is not there. I'm glad Ty Cartier is back and starting to get involved some more. Um, I still think the Pierre Edward Belmar signing was dumb, but it's whatever.
0: So it's year three of Kraken hockey, and they're already driving you nuts. A little bit. <laughs> it's it's just frustrating
1: because they haven't made a ton of big moves, all right? They've made a lot of small moves, you know, trading for Bjorkstrand, uh, signing Burakovsky, which, fantastic idea. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, is not worked out since the injury. He is, I don't even think, is playing still.
0: Burakovsky's no.
1: out for, like, weeks again. Yeah, and I'm not going to blame the organization on that. It was the right idea in mind. It's just frustrating because that's like one of our biggest signings. He's and one of your best players, if not like, yeah,
0: but it, top
1: five best players. He's not, on the, he's not on the ice enough. No, he's not. And that's just that's just an unfortunate thing. It's just it just compiles with all the moves that they made that just haven't worked. I.e., like I said, I'm just gonna circle Phil Grubauer's contract. Uh, Dunn's also been having a rough start to the yeah. year. Although he had a really good game against Carolina, I'm hoping he takes that and runs with it.
0: It's still early, so, like, they can turn it around. Um, I'm just concerned because their defense is really, really worrying me. They still play Adam Larson on
1: the first line. That, mm. Yeah. Uh, between him and Will Borgen forgetting how to hockey, um, it – it does not help things. Forgetting how to hockey. That is that is the best way <laughs> I can describe it. This man forgets how to hockey. He just doesn't use his brain half yeah. the time. And it makes me want to scream because he makes Elysiac look worse. And he's easily our best defender, like, in front of our own net. Yeah, because he's question. like six, eight. Yeah, and actually good at defending. Yeah. Like, he knows how to – he puts his body in the right spots and makes actual good decisions. Borgen does not – and it yeah. makes me want to scream.
0: But... My main thing with the Kraken is, like, at some point, you guys need to get a goalie that is above a 900 save percentage because you have not had it yet. When
1: the sad part is we're praying for Joey Decor to be that, that's not a good sign. He time. probably won't be. He won't be. I'm not stupid. I'm. You I guys know. still have Chris Drieger on your team, by the way? No, is he? He's no, in he the. He told the He usually he either got cut or he's in the AHL. I think he's I in the AHL. Him, he's not on the roster. That's for sure. Because
0: I remember, like, it was this huge thing. He had that great year in Florida during the expansion draft, and you guys picked yeah. him. You
1: know what? That sums up how stupid we were. We took him during COVID year. where just like like there was like ten different players who put up fluky seasons that year, and then haven't come close to. You could have
0: taken uh, Ovechkin in the expansion draft if you remember that. Because the caps left him exposed? exposed,
1: yes. God, who did we take with them?
0: I don't remember.
1: Keep talking. I honestly don't up. remember, but I remember I'm there was this huge thing Give where it's
0: like, second. I think Ovet no, was Ovechkin left I exposed? I think he was. No, there it was, was, was Carey no Price who was left exposed That for Montreal you know and Tarasenko was left exposed Carey by Carey Price was probably for Louis. the best given how much he's had a lot of. Uh, like considering he's not playing hockey anymore, yeah. hmm That's not... That's just, like, I hope he's doing better. I hope he's, he's enjoying his life. I was gonna say, like, who... Was it Ovechkin? I think Ovechkin might have been left exposed. Because it was before his extension. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, that's
1: the Atlantic. Here's the Metro. Where is Washington. Backstrom. Oh, Eller, I think you guys Kuznetsov, took VTech, man.
0: Vanacek, and then traded him back to, to oh the Caps. Oh, my God. We, it, wise. it was. And that's looking Vanacek. really bad. It was Vanacek. Oh, my God. And you guys gave back the best goal you picked for, like, nothing. <sighs> I didn't actually clock that until you said it.
1: <laughs> but no, the forwards, it was Backstrom, Elder, Kuznetsov. Mantha, Oshie, Sprong, and Wilson. They protected Sprong over Ovi. That's an interesting So, wait, wait. Read that list again slowly. Backstrom. Hurt. Eller. Off the caps. He's now with Pittsburgh, ironically. With Pittsburgh. Uh, Kuznetsov. Bad. Who wanted to be traded. Yes. Mantha. Bad. (laughs) Who is a
0: healthy scratch. Was he really? Yes. Oshie. Eh. That one,
1: though, is going to happen. They're going to keep him.
0: Sprong. Not on the team anymore. Was with the Kraken, <laughs> it, yeah. Went to the Kraken on a that trade, you. Right? <laughs> okay.
1: Because I oh, who did we. Oh, that came over in the Mark. Was it the
0: Marcus Johansson yes. trade?
1: Yes, it was the Marcus Johansson yes. trade.
0: Yeah, and then Tom Wilson, who has zero points and twenty penalty minutes in five games. Oh lord, <laughs> that's wild like
1: but i just i want to look at some of these picks. oh boy there were some bad ones like there was jeremy lazon <laughs> which i know we got he's playing on your team right now no, you know it's not. fine no, oh he's not, not? where no, is he? we traded him back he was he either... no we traded him to like nashville and then he i don't know where he's at now after oh okay he gave like they nashville gave up a second round pick for that dude it was hilarious. Better like, than lightning giving up uh, heaven and earth for uh, Tanner Gino. There's some of these names I look at and I'm like, what? What are we doing? Like, like here's a few: Dennis, Klo... Klo- oh my god, let me Col- let me see, Koloski, Koloski, let me Koloski. see, it. Let me see it. Dennis Koloski from the Red Wings.
0: Who? That is Chalowski.
1: Chalowski. I'm bad with names. <laughs> oh, wait. You see, I'm dyslexic. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Drieger, bad. Um, Morgan Geeky, eh. Nathan Bastian. that was a stupid decision. I hate that. And you traded
0: that. him back to New
1: Jersey. Because he sucked. <laughs> Gavin Bayreuther, like, that's one they should have kept. Who I you don't traded understand. back to Columbus. Oh, my God. That one made me so angry. Carson <laughs> Twerinsky. What? The minor league. Horrible. Tyler Pitlick, Not with the team anymore. Like, oh, my God. Based on Appleton, who was supposed to be a good
0: player, was horrible. Is Alex Alex he with Winnipeg he now? True.
1: Yeah. I, I think he went back yeah. to Winnipeg. I think he signed back with Winnipeg.
0: How many players did you take? John Quentinville. Oh. Like, you see some... Jonas joy I... Mm. He retired. He was wrong. He had, he had, concu- he, had he had concussion issues. He right. retired. I
1: was not happy though when we made that sign when we picked him from the Avs. But it's like I look at a lot of those and I'm just like they got really not much value for it. Like now it's worked out because a lot of their stuff came from signings and trades after being bad
0: their first year. And, and that uh, was fine. Taking Jared McCann from Toronto. You mean from Pittsburgh? From Toronto.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a, it's a Jared we McCann traded for Jared McCann And you guys took him Because you decided We want to Kerfoot. protect Kerfoot <laughs> Kerfoot instead
1: uh, that's really Kyle
0: Dubas <laughs> Let's protect Kerfoot That's actually so funny but
1: no, it Or Justin is- Hall
0: Who's now in Detroit? Yeah, he, he leads the NHL in plus-minus. We're five games in. Don't let it fool you. Does <laughs> he really lead the NHL plus-minus? Six games. Just wait. Just wait.
1: Wait. I know. Like I said, I know it's early, but does he really?
0: Yeah. What's, is it like plus
1: ten? Plus eight. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh no! Just wait. I know he's gonna go bad at some point, but that's still that's just hilarious knowing that. But uh, it's frustrating for me because it's like. The start's been bad. They haven't played up to where I think they should be. And it's very early, like I said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to give it to, like, middle, late November. If they're still playing bad then, if they're not even, like, around 500 hockey then, I'm going to be concerned. But the issue is, it's like, you know, I know the Oilers are doing very bad right now In a certain, like I said, a certain someone is hurt. but um, We can talk about it. Yeah, a certain McDavid is hurt. But...
0: I was gonna say we've been alluding to this for we like have. what twenty minutes. <laughs> but like
1: they have the Preds, they they played horrid against the Preds, and I'm I'm not convinced they're gonna figure it out. Um, they have Toronto at the very last game of the month. Oh, that's, they'll win that. That's gonna be horrible. They'll win that. They still have the Canes. They have the Red Wings. They got like I said, they have the Ads. They have the Islanders, and I just haven't seen them step up to where they needed to right now. I know they got some games against like the Sharks and Yotes and. Um, Canucks, who I'm not convinced are a good team, still I'm not.
0: Nah, it's early. But, like, you know why Edmonton is struggling, right? Yeah. Uh, It's it's a thing called goaltending for, like, the 18th millionth time.
1: What about Jack Campbell?
0: (laughs) I'm glad you guys tampered with him because you guys sure don't like to use him. The issue is
1: they just kind of had to now because uh, a certain Stuart Skinner is... Is Stuart Skinner hurt, or is he bad? Um, or both? No, he's not hurt, but uh, I want to read. I want to read Oh no. three games. Oh, no. First game against Vancouver. Actually, I want to double check. I watched
0: that game. I want to
1: double check to see if he came in. Did he start that I game? think he started. I actually have no idea, because here's a fun fact of that. Vancouver 8-1 loss. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart Skinner. Played 32 minutes, uh, 16 shots against, four goals, 12 saves, a 750 save percentage. Jack Campbell, 2730, 16 shots against, four goals, 12 saves, 750 save percentage. <laughs> so yeah, happened game. That happened game one. Game. Uh, then they played Vancouver again. He uh, he made 12 saves, gave up four goals at a 750 save percentage. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then against Winnipeg, he made 24 saves, gave up three goals, and had an 889 save percentage. That's Stuart Skinner. Jack Campbell. Uh, okay, he had that 750 save percentage. Uh, then he got the only win that they have, putting on a 977 save percentage, and made 43 saves. Good Lord. <laughs> 43 saves. Did they still lose? They won that game. Oh, okay. And then to Philly, they gave up four goals on... 32 shots, he made 28 saves, and an 875 save percentage. Good lord, that is bad.
0: Uh, yeah, and then uh, against Nashville, uh, the Oilers were like in that game all the way until Stuart Skinner decided, no, uh, I don't want to play goalie anymore. No, it wasn't Nashville. Who was it? I think it was Nashville. Yeah, no, it was. that was their only win. They won six one. Oh no! What? Uh, who? The fuck? No, it was the Jets game. It was a Jets game. It was a Jets game. It was a Jets game.
1: Bro, they were winning 2-0, and then they said, nah, we're good.
0: Yeah, because he violated the number one rule of hockey. Do you know what the number one rule of hockey for goalies is? If
1: you're a goaltender. If you're a goaltender,
0: consider tending the goal. <laughs> Tend
1: the goal.
0: Consider tending the goal.
1: I've never understood that at all. My, like, I like, have, okay. Four years watching
0: hockey recently. I have friends who are goalies. Okay. Friends who are goalies. Um... I've asked this question numerous times to them, and like even like back like when I played like club hockey and high school hockey, and even now where I play men's league. Okay, I ask why they go out and try to play the puck, and the number one answer is we're trying to help the defenseman. And I said like, okay, uh, how many times have you been scored on trying to play the puck? and they said many of times <laughs> to, to my next question i ask are you helping? then why are you doing it and you know you should have said are you actually helping they're them? not helping <laughs> the, like okay i have like a co- i have a couple of stories on this and like tyler if you're listening i apologize josh if you're listening i apologize so this was i think Three years ago, right? We're playing. Uh, we're playing a tournament, ironically in Pittsburgh. Okay. So, ah, uh, uh, screw it. I'll, I'll just tell. I'll just tell the whole story. So, the other team dumps the puck in, and uh, our goaltender at the time comes out to play the puck. And mind you, we're we're on the power play, and there is no one within like. 15 feet of them. So, like, they're all the way back by the blue line. He got defensemen on his left and right-hand side wide open, and he decides to try to send it up the middle to our center.
1: Oh, that story's great.
0: The forechecker, who wasn't even, like, paying attention. He was just, like, trying to take up space like you do on a forecheck, like, against a Mm -hmm. power play, hits... Off the guy's head, bounces off his forehead, launches all the way up and into the net. We ended up losing that game 4-3. to three. The funniest one, I could, I could tell this one, like, That's, really well, because it was very recently. That is wild. The, the other one, like, the good news about this oh game was God. we won. No. And, uh, like... I, I, the reason why this one popped into my head is because uh, my girlfriend actually told this story um, to. I think he told it. She told it to. I think oh, she told it yes. to you on uh, Friday. A day or two. Yeah. Yeah. This was on Friday. Oh my god. So. That was, that, that Tyler, was once again, I apologize. So. <laughs> so puck comes out of our zone and Tyler comes all the way up to like our own blue line to get it and tries to advance it. But no one's open. So he carries it almost to the neutral zone, whiffs on the pass, and then he tried to do like a scorpion save like 15 feet away from his net.
1: Is it? Is it eerily similar? I wish I a video of it. Is it like, I know this is probably nothing like it. You know the one clip of Karela It's Yeah, it's like that. Is it someone that? oh, yeah. no. Where he tries to go off like, of a I'm flying pochack and I'm completely no. misses it. <laughs> I'm I'm here to help.
0: Oh, <laughs> you really it's, did not help. At the time, oh, like great. at the time, it wasn't funny because like. I legitimately felt bad for what happened That's... but now it, it's it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Being
1: a goalie is the hardest position in
0: like like one, like almost yes. any sport because you are taking a lot of crap. Oh, no. Here's the thing. Like, any other position, if you're bad, you might get a pass for it if your other teammates are playing good. You if you're get playing it. bad as a goalie... You get no pass. You get no pass. Everything is your fault. Like, the goals are your fault. The goals are not going in are your fault. Like, if your team puts up, like, a... 14-shot, one-goal game, and the other team put up, like, 60 shots and four goals. It's somehow your fault that you didn't stop enough pucks so your team could win. You didn't stop 59 of the 60 shots. You didn't stop 59 of we the 60. You only 57. Yeah, like, it's it's stuff like that. It's just... Oh, like It's such a thankless job, and, like, I genuinely don't know how people do it. And, no, like, that's why I have a tough time tough blaming like everything on goalies. there are
1: certain times
0: you just watch, and it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. like, keep in mind, (laughs) they don't get, like, have you ever watched, like, the show Survivor before with, like, the hidden immunity idol and stuff like that? You don't have that hidden immunity idol hanging, (laughs) like, hanging up in your pants. Like, no, you, (laughs) like, you gotta, you have a little bit of blame. You don't have all of it, but, like, if you make a gaffe like that, it's your fault. (laughs) It's your fault. Uh, That's a
1: great story. I'm so glad you told that.
0: (laughs) Tyler, I'm sorry. Um, It's
1: all a good fun. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he's gonna also, he's gonna revoke my uh, groomsman position after that
1: story yeah because i know you're i know you were uh looking at the game yeah uh it is one nothing maple leafs oh wow off of a goal from morgan riley with assists from timothy lilgren and max domi
0: oh okay how have the new guys been so far for you um john klingberg can't play defense you guys knew that when you signed him <laughs> yeah we did um, So, the new guys have been decent, I will say that, like, right. welcome change. Ryan Reeves, I'm still a little mad because uh, I think Matthew, well, Matthew Nyes, I think, someone, I forget who it was, just got leveled in their game against Chicago, and Ryan Reeves did nothing.
1: Nice, literally the one thing you were supposed to be
0: there. at. Uh, yeah, that's why I was a little mad, because I'm like, uh, aren't you supposed to be there for punching people <laughs> your, and, like, preventing things like this?
1: <laughs> that's your one job here.
0: But, like, overall, they've been pretty good. Uh, Max was... Domi had a couple of bad games and woke up, so he's playing pretty good. Um, good? Main concern about the Leafs right now is uh, Ilya Samsonov is, um, oh, dear, not good. <laughs> oh, yeah, you see it? Oh,
1: there's a certain stat I see.
0: Uh, yeah, go ahead and read them out.
1: Okay, so uh, let's start with Montreal. He won this game. He gave up five goals uh-huh. on 24 shots. Uh-huh. Only made 19 saves for a 792 save percent. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Okay, what? he how did you win the first two games? <laughs> he won against Minnesota. He g- he gave up four goals on 32 shots, made 28 saves for an 875 save percentage. He then lost his only 900 save game. His 900 save percentage game, he fully gave. gave up two goals on 21 shots, and he lost.
0: He has an 831 save he,
1: percentage. Uh, no, no, no. Those hurts that I have what I want to say, though. Uh, oh, no. So, folks, against Tampa Bay. <laughs> I can't believe I saw that stat.
0: Oh, what it was like two goals on three shots or something, and he got a point two five.
1: He faced four shots, gave up three goals, (laughs) made one save, (laughs) a two fifty save percentage. Only played thirteen twenty nine, got yanked. Joseph Wall came in immediately after, put up a shutout.
0: Yeah, because, like, of course he did. <laughs> you guys won that game? Uh, yeah, because uh, Mikhail Sergachev was like, oh, we had a long <laughs> summer. Like, Toronto is always experienced, and then the game-winning goal goes off a shin pad. Sucks to suck, Sergachev. Anyway. <laughs> a good old John Tavares overtime goal. I-, I-, I love reruns, except when it's the Leafs are on the bad end. Th- in guys this case, I like reruns. Guys. Yes. In this case, I love reruns. Oh, that's hilarious, though.
1: Given the fact. Oh, wait, no, you are playing the Cows right now. Given the fact yeah. that this is your next game, I feel like you guys are doing just fine. That is so funny, though. Bro, it's 250?
0: Uh, yeah. That so, was
1: bad. I'm curious, just because I want to know what was your reaction watching that game? <laughs>
0: Um, how
1: loud were you cussing in the first period?
0: A lot of words that I said at the time watching the game, I cannot say on DSTV. How many,
1: how many not family-friendly words do you think you used in the first, uh, in just the first period?
0: Oh, oh dear.
1: Over a few dozen?
0: <laughs> nah, it was like, it was probably in the hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Like, I was like... Oh no. No, because I'm sitting there and I'm like, you literally Cannot stop a beach ball because a couple of those were just. I mean, I get Nikita Kucherov's one timer, but like you know, it's coming. Come on. <laughs> but no, like I think it'll get better. Like the the goaltending situation will get better, and it's not bad because just is playing good. So I
1: hopes your offense is humming like a drum.
0: Yeah, and part. Matthews uh, opened the season with two hat tricks in a row, but hasn't had a point since. So you I'm He like, still has
1: six goals already, which is
0: nuts. Six goals, uh, zero assists for six points. Tavares has nine points. Nylander, Nylander has nine.
1: Then, like, Matthew Nyes literally saved you guys against Tampa. <laughs> Matthew Nyes and Max Domi. And Max Domi, yeah. Yeah. Domi's been decent for you guys since coming in. Domi's been a pleasant surprise. He has. Um, I know, like I said, it's very early. But who would you say would be the biggest surprise
0: f- through the first five games? Oh, I can't give it to any of the core four because, like, they're... Oh, I meant as a team. Good. as a Oh, like team in general? Yeah. You might crucify me for saying this, but the Flyers. That one's fair. Because, like, I expected them... To jump out to a really really bad start and go dumpster diving again and like it's early i I understand that, but they've been pretty good and the the guy who's like stood out as being good is Carter Hart or as a or as the Philly side of my family would say a to but I gotta. Car- Carter Hart's been actually really good like. Nine two nine save percentage has made the saves when they need them. Um, Cam Atkinson with three goals. Uh, Joel Farabee with a good start to the season with three goals. Travis Konechny with an unreal five goal two assist start to the year. They've missed him because he's been out for he's Ever. been out with injury for a long time. Forever. Sean is back, which is a big jolt to the team. Like the Flyers, if they play their cards right can have a good future ahead of them. They just got to wait for Mitch Gov to come over, and they got to draft smart. Don't sign any more stupid contracts. (coughs) Rasmus Ristolainen. (laughs) But.
1: Extend the man some more.
0: Extend him for league min. That's the max you pay him. $10
1: (laughs) No, no. (laughs) I'm kidding, but.
0: No, that's actually a good one.
1: I I think the biggest thing that surprised me with them is that they've looked really good. In front of their own net for the most part. Yeah. And I think that's surprising given the fact that their defense looks.
0: Anything, anything that's, to me, like a good season for the Flyers because, like, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They're They're definitely not there yet. But I think, like, a decent season for them is, like, 35 to 40 wins. I think they could get to 35 wins. That's like a good young team start. Like, if they mm-hmm. can do that, they might be slightly ahead of the Blue Jackets in a rebuild. Yeah. And it's all because of the GM change because Chuck Fletcher, in my opinion, if they didn't have Chuck Fletcher, they would be a playoff team already. Their rebuild would have been done.
1: He might be one of the worst GMs of all time.
0: Uh, he's... One of the worst ones. Like, the Flyers should have... up there with Mike Milbury? Uh, Yes. Because if you take that 2018 uh, series loss to the Penguins when the writing was on the wall where they're like, hey, we got to figure out, like, what we're doing. They had that 2020 run in the bubble. But when it got to that point, when, like, mid-2021, they just didn't look good, and then they started to, like, sell some pieces off... They had the pieces to rebuild on the fly. They just handcuffed themselves with bad contracts. And now that that habit is gone, they focused on developing guys in the minors, drafting well, not signing dumb contracts. The dumb contracts that they did have, they moved all of the movable ones out. So I think they have a chance of righting the wrongs of the last regime, but it's still going to take time. Like, I... I can yeah. see them, because Mitchkov will be probably in the KHL for another like year or two, give or take. It depends what happens. But I think the Flyers' goal is when Mitchkov comes to North America, they want to have a good team around him so they can just plug him in and go. And I think they can easily do that. Yeah, because
1: I literally just looked through um, uh, Chuck Fletcher's moves. Uh-huh. Um, so, he sent away fan favorite Wayne Simmons to Nashville in 2019. Uh, that one was necessary, though. Yeah, but the next move after just sums up why this was stupid. Because then he then traded for Kevin Hayes
0: and signed to a 7 by 7 Who, Briere actually was able to trade somehow. I don't know how they did that.
1: Um, that was not because of him, though. No. They um, re Travis Konechny. Um, that was a good decision some in my opinion. That really, didn't make much consequence. They traded Eric Gustafson for oh, and Michael Roffle for picks.
0: Yeah, um, but, like I could see that, Ken but you New need North to have to
1: that, so it did help yeah. a little bit. Um, they then traded Nolan
0: Patrick uh, for Ryan Ellis. Ugh. Well, both player both players like. I don't even know if Nolan Patrick's even playing. I don't think he is. I don't know. It's still just a disgustingly bad trade because the, the for the both Ellis sides move was worse. Yeah, because they signed him due he, to that bigger contract, contract.
1: Barely play He's only played four games.
0: Yeah, he's only played
1: four games.
0: Both of them plagued by the concussions. Which
1: the reason it looks so stupid because then he dumped Shane Ghost to spare, and then traded for. Rasp his wrist to lie in. Yeah.
0: It's signed
1: to a five-year deal. I know he also, like, he gave Carter Hart a bridge deal. He signed Sean Couturier and Joe Farabee. Like, I know he all signed good like, all good decisions. But then also, tr- like, signed Tony D'Angelo. Not a good decision. John Tortorella was there. Not a good decision. So I sit there, I'm like, I don't understand what you're doing. So it's like, I do get that because it's like, it's just a long history of just bad decisions. So oh, yeah. I do, see, I do see what you're talking about. Like, they would have, like, I think their top players are very talented, underratedly talented. But, yeah, without any sort of help that they got none of. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just tough. You know who mine is? Who? You'd be shocked when I say it, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I can see that one. The reason is I literally looked at them like they're gonna go like one and nine their first like ten That's games. It's because
0: Alex Kerfoot and Jason Zucker, you know?
1: It's really not. Jason Zucker is hurt right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Kerfoot has zero points and four shots. Hey,
0: he has the intangibles, you hear me?
1: No, a certain Logan Cooley has helped them a lot. Yeah. Also, Clayton Keller is unbelievably good. He is an underratedly Like, insanely talented player. Trade deadline piece. He is is along (laughs) with Nick Schmoltz. Both of them are trade deadline pieces. But honestly, if Arizona could, like, I don't think they will keep up. Also, Vimalka is incredible.
0: Also on my fantasy team.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The reason I say all this is that I look at what Arizona is doing, at least this year, at it. It felt like they were just not gonna. It feel like they weren't even trying.
0: Oh yeah, I but agree. But also with that. at the
1: same time, like, there's just something there that's working. I don't. I don't even know what it is. Like, I did like some of the moves they made. Bringing in Sean Dursey was a great move. I liked. I liked them bringing in Travis Darmont. I liked what they did with. I like that they brought up Logan Cooley and just let him play right off the gate. Like. I love that they uh, still are using guys like Mattias, uh Michelli. Like they have a lot of good players, and I, yeah, I would hope that they could find some way to keep, like, keep Keller and Schmaltz around long term. Because if you can, this team has stuff that can be good in one or two years. I know it's a big ask, given the fact that one, uh, their team is a locale; two, they have no good ownership; three. They play at
0: ASU. I was going to say, no building, not great ownership. Like, I I don't, I genuinely don't know.
1: Playing decent. Their defense is actually decent. Their top four of Dersey, Mosser, Dermot, and Dumba, have actually played very good.
0: Yeah. Um, I I think it's, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, getting bailed out by Vimelka and uh, Logan Cooley's hot start. Like. There are a lot of things with Arizona, like, I'm just not convinced with because it's really just, it's basically throwing a ton of darts at the dartboard and hoping that things will work instead of, like, actually building a team that has chemistry. Like, I can see how they're, like, jumping off to this good start. But with me, the difference between Philly and Arizona in terms of the surprising start Philly is like actually playing towards an identity and like have has a template of what they want to do. They got something sustainable, you think. Yeah. Philly has something sustainable. Arizona on the other hand is just getting a bunch of veterans to trade at the trade deadline and then go back to what they were doing. Yeah. Like I hope I'm wrong about that, but it's I think Arizona really don't have
1: veterans to trade. If they're going to trade no. people, it's going to be those two big names. It's going to be Keller and Schwartz.
0: If Keller, Schmaltz, Kerfoot, Zucker for sure. Kerfoot has no value. Zucker's for sure he's gone. Hurt. Yeah. He but, might not be able to get traded if he you could see fit the yeah, injuries long term. If he's, if he's available, teams will probably call uh, him because yeah. that's the entire reason why they signed him. And I do agree at some point the saves are a
1: big thing because for reference, I looked at it. He's making on average 33, uh, Vimelka's making on average 33 saves a game. Oh my gosh. I don't product, think that's
0: sustainable either. I don't think so either, but... They'll, they'll catch a first for them. We'll see.
1: I, I'm hoping it's the start of maybe them turning around, being a laughingstock. And like I said, the Central, in my opinion, is still so weak to where... Yeah. If few things go wrong, like, you know the Aspen Stars are going to sit there one and two.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think
1: three is, like, three and if in a wild card spot is massively up for grabs. I'm not saying they're going to get it because that requires a lot, and I mean a lot, to go right for Arizona. But I like some things of what they're doing, mm-hmm. given the fact that, like, I think it's also one of these things where it's, it feels like, especially – it's not the organization. It's not the organization's doing, but I think it's no. like the players doing. Of they look at this as like everybody looks at us like a doormat, so everybody's just expecting us to walk over, like walk over and just lay down yeah. and die like a doormat. And I think that mentality, I think, is helping them play very well to start off the season. I agree. I don't know if it's gonna stay because obviously they're dog days. Like the hockey season is a grind, like baseball. It's not like football where it's like okay, every game could legitimately. Like, like alter your season, alter your season like that. Whereas, like hockey, it's like there are points that are going to alter your season. Yes. Like, there's also just a lot, like a lot of points where it's just like, okay, we can just get up next time. But I think Arizona takes every game seriously. With really? Because they have to. Yeah, because they have to. Like all those players know that it's like,
0: it's their job. You're ba- like basically, if you're on that team right now, you're fighting for your future in the league. That's really how it's going. Yeah. And whereas
1: you see teams like the Blues, the Wild, the Preds, like yeah, you know you got a decent amount of tenure, or most likely you'll bounce around to another team if you don't work out there. Yeah. Whereas the Coyotes, it's like if you are bad there,
0: you're there's like done. A
1: fifty fifty to eighty percent chance you don't get signed again.
0: Yeah, because if you don't work in Arizona, because like Arizona is really like. Like the land of opportunity in the NHL. Like, if you don't work out there, you're probably getting a minor league deal at best. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah.
1: But I do like what they're doing to start off. I hope they can find a way to make it sustainable, which I think if they could just cut down the shots, even if it's just by five, like five, keep it to like 30, 27 shots a game, I think they could be on a
0: sustainable run. Yeah, I agree. It's just
1: the shots have to get lowered a little bit.
0: Especially with, like, Vemelka's playing good now. Yeah, Vemelka's playing good now, but
1: that's the, that's the if you have that high of
0: it. a shot volume and if it gets to the point where you need to play him, like, 50, 60 games, like, yeah. that's not a good recipe. They're probably going to. It's not like
1: their backup's bad, at least from what I watched. I watched a game, and it was with their backup, Connor yeah. Ingram. He actually played really good in the, in the game I watched him. Oh, play. yeah. So Who've was, been
0: Arizona's uh, opponents, by the way? Like i um,
1: I know they beat they beat the crap out of the Blues six two, they beat yeah. the Ducks two one, they lost to the Islanders one nothing, they lost to the Rangers two one, and they beat the Devils in a shootout four three.
0: Okay, so they had they have a they have a good win in there. Okay,
1: like they have that big blowout win against St. Louis, and they actually played very good against a Devils team that was projected to basically roll over them. Yeah. And, like, even their two losses, like, 2-1 to the Rangers and 1-0 to the Islanders. Like, those are not bad losses.
0: No, they're not. Famelka the Masterclass in the first one. Connor Ingram with a 9-2-9 second.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're not, like, letting up yeah. crazy shots, but they're also, like, they're not, like, getting blasted every game. Like, they yeah. actually are putting up competitive. Now, we'll see because their next two games, uh, Kings and Kings. Kings. So we'll see if that can stay. If they can put up a spirited fight and win one of those games, I think Arizona could be a team that gets causes a lot of teams problems this year. Oh, yeah.
0: And, like, they've always played that role with, like, giving good teams a bit of a struggle. So, like, I still think they're going to be, when the season's said and done, they're probably going to be a bottom feeder. But, like... I don't think it's going to be as bad as years past. Like I, I don't think they're going to finish in the bottom five. I can see them finishing like middle of the I pack in the Western Conference,
1: sixth in the Central. Yeah,
0: and I, I agree they, with I'm that.
1: Say this, and this is just an opinion. I think they are better than the Blackhawks still. Well, yeah, because the
0: Blackhawks are are horrendous. But like, like, the Blackhawks point. beat the Leafs and the Penguins. I think they're top,
1: like outside of their like top five or four best players, uh, the rest of the team is bad, disgusting, yeah. terrible. Uh, and I think the Jets are hot garbage.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with that.
1: So I think the Coyotes Ka- will fish above them, and then at that point, if they could just get any sort of momentum, they could be better than the Preds. They could be better than the Blues, possibly. Not saying
0: they're going to be. I'm just saying it's a possibility. I agree with that. Um, What was the other thing that we wanted to... Because I think we should, covered every Should we cry about McDavid, or should I? Because I want to cry. Well, yeah, we can get in. We can get into McDavid a little bit, and then we'll wrap it up. So, okay. McDavid is out for I think it's like week to week basis with a mm-hmm. quote unquote upper body injury. Why don't people I tell the injuries? I hate that distinction. I hate, I hate that
1: because it's the NHL and yeah. Uh, does, does that mean is your arm your arm hurt? Is your chest about to cave in on itself? Like. Like, is your rib cage destroyed? Is your... I don't know. Do you have a broken lung? Like, a collapsed lung? (laughs) Do you have a dislocated shoulder? A torn labor? Like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and I'm going to just... Whatever, but...
0: I'm trying to... I'm trying to load it. Yeah, so Connor McDavid is expected to miss one to two weeks. Uh, He suffered an injury during the Jets game. His final shift in the third period. So it's his left side. Great. So it's a must its probably like a muscle strain or, or pull spasm, or something. Maybe. Yeah, he's out one to two uh, weeks. He's gonna end up missing the uh, Heritage Classic, which uh, is so an outdoor game again. I think it's against the Flames. It is against the Flames. What I'm hearing is the Oilers are gonna be bad until he comes back. Uh, we're gonna see how well Leon Draisaitl can carry the Oilers. Uh, for the next uh, couple weeks. Hey, I mean, I, he's good enough to do it. It's just, are there enough players around him? Is the issue? And that answer is no. <sighs> because they're one, they're like they're one three and one, but they're like a not good one three and one. Like they just haven't looked good. They've looked so. They've looked as
1: bad as us. In and Seattle. like,
0: granted, like we're not that many games in, so like, don't take everything we're saying as like gospel because yeah. like there are ebbs and flows to the season, and like you could start off like zero and thirteen, and you can come back and be a playoff team. Like, it's not often, but it it's not happens. often, but
1: it's happened. Yeah, no, it is possible. And I don't think it's like, okay, let's panic and hit the red button. Like, yeah. That is like 23, 22 games into the season. Yeah. Like, that's when you're like a fourth of the way in the season. I'm like, all right, my team has like five wins through 20 games. That's that's We're hitting the red alarm button.
0: Like, I, like, like I've said before, you don't know what your team is until you're like 20 games in. Yeah. And at that point, if you don't have double-digit
1: wins then or like at least nine, then you can hit the red panic yeah. button. Yeah, yeah. But like now it's like, okay – this is ugly. Let's hope they figure it out. Also, um, before we get off, I was just uh, goal Buffalo against uh, Ottawa. Who scored it? Peyton Krebs. Oh, okay. I'm also, like, I'm just checking one last thing, making sure I don't have a certain. I was going to
0: say, uh, how's Fancy Aki going for you? Uh, the Owen 2
1: uh, say, Nicholas make, team. I'm making sure I did not
0: have uh Did you put McDavid on IR?
1: Yeah, I did, I did, I did. I picked okay. up uh, Alexander Carrier from
0: Nashville. Uh. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. that's not who I would have picked up, but okay. Yes. Um. But, uh, S- Seth Jarvis exists. I know, but
1: um, <laughs> I, I need defense, my defense <laughs> is crying right now for some help my defense is crying for help. Owen Power has been so bad this year. Ah, oh, man oh man. I just took a giant with. But um no, it's but yeah, just quick updates that happened, and uh, the score for Toronto is still It's
0: still one nothing. Period 2 is starting up soon about that.
1: Um Ovi's on the bench. You know how many shots he has in the first
0: period? Zero. <laughs> 7. Yes, <laughs> <has> Okay. Seven. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this one. Uh, for the first we, week of we, the NHL season. First week of the NHL season. I think we should uh, get out of here until, like, serious breaking news happens when the uh, 7 o'clock games begin. Yes, and, um, uh for everybody, if
1: you are listening online, please be sure to uh, follow any of, any of our streaming sites, whether if it's Spotify, uh, whether if you watch it on YouTube, or... Uh, where else do we have it? SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We literally have it just wherever you get your shows. So if you you missed it live, make sure you get it anywhere. You We got all these other sites that you can always pick it up from.
0: Yep. All right. And with that being said, uh, have a good week, everyone. Um, hopefully your team uh, gets better if they're not doing good or they stay good if they are. Amen. But until next time, uh, have a good week. We'll see you guys later.